If you want your dream to be, build it slow and surely. Small beginning, greater end. Heartfelt work grows purely. If you want to live life free, take your time, go slowly. Do few things, but do them well. Simple joys are holy. Day by day, stone by stone, build your secret slowly. Day by day, you'll grow too. You'll know heaven's glory. Hi, this is David Russell and your faith anew. Let's come together spiritually because humanity is in dire need of the supernatural solution. Today's topic is the gift of living in the divine will, as revealed to the servant of God, Louisa Picaretta. During our last podcast, The Provenient Prayer, you had the opportunity to enter into a conscious relationship with the divine will. I say conscious because we're all part of the divine will, but most of the world doesn't know anything about entering into it. That's it with a capital I. So consider yourself and the world extremely fortunate being led here. This gift you're learning about is meant for all and for the benefit of all, the good and the bad, the just and unjust. All souls, past, present, and future. We here want none to perish. In this episode, you will discover how the gift entered into the world through a little soul and the implications it has for the entire human race. But first, let's take a moment to call upon the divine will. I appreciate that many of our listeners are not familiar with certain types of prayers and beliefs, but I ask you to set your personal understanding aside and give some time for the benefit of our objective, peace, peace in the world. In the will and name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we love you, we adore you, bless you, and thank you. We humbly come before you, aware of our helplessness. In the power of your divine will, guide us through this podcast. May our discussion glorify you and advance your kingdom on earth. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Amen. The gift of living in the divine will, which I will refer to as the gift, was revealed to a pure, innocent soul by the name of Louisa Picaretta. A story so fantastic, it may be hard to believe. But I assure you, everything I share is true. 
and has been verified. Louisa is known for her mystical writings based on conversations with Jesus. For those of you with little knowledge of the saints of the Catholic Church, there are many saints and holy men and women who saw and have had conversations with Jesus. It's rare, but it has happened. We should all be having conversations with Jesus. It's called prayer. But some chosen souls could actually see him. I'm not looking to quote a lot of scripture, but blessed are those who have not seen and believe. For all I know, there could be someone listening at this very moment who has indeed seen Jesus and conversed personally. I've never seen a vision of Jesus, but I talk with him all the time. He doesn't answer me audibly, but guides me through a knowing. When we receive those messages, it's something we put in the category of a private revelation. It's not official teaching, but can still be beneficial to the faithful. In these podcasts, I'll be reading aloud, for the benefit of all, the private revelations of Louisa. This is a large volume of material, 36 volumes written over a period of 39 years. The Book of Heaven is what it's called. She also wrote The 24 Hours of the Passion, The Virgin Mary and the Kingdom of the Divine Will, and many other letters. The beauty and simplicity of the writing the deep theology they contain and unique spiritual insights are true to the gospel, church doctrine, and tradition. When you hear it, you will recognize quickly that this comes from God. Our Louisa, this little Italian woman from Corrado, Italy, with a first-grade education, confined to her bed for 58 years with Holy Communion as her food, in obedience to her confessor, priest, received these messages from Jesus for the benefit of the world. I have included on this podcast episode description a link to the official Luisa Picaretta website for a complete biography. The gift of living in the divine will written by Louisa is like many other methods of sanctification, purifying spiritually. It first starts with resigning one's will. This is what we did in our previous podcast through the Provenient Prayer. In volume 12, Louisa states, quote, Resigning oneself in everything to the divine will, as much in prosperity as in adversity, seeing in all things the divine will, the order that the divine disposition has over all creatures, and that not even one hair can fall from our head 
if the Lord does not want it. Unquote. Resigning our wills is just a start. I'll now quote from a book, Faithful and Attentive, written by Robert T. Hart. Quote, What separates it, Louisa's spiritual doctrine, from all other means of sanctification known to the church up until now is that living in the divine will, by identifying one's acts with the acts of the man-god, Jesus Christ, the soul comes to do what God does, participating in all his actions, past, present, and future. Being both God and man, all of Jesus' acts were divine acts done in the divine will. The soul, that would be us, by giving up her own human will, enables herself to act in and with the human will of Jesus, living in his Father's will. Then, like Jesus, she participates in all the divine acts of God. This giving up of her own will is not the annihilation of the faculty of the human will in the soul. Rather, it is a voluntary giving up in every sense and manner. Its habit of operating as an entity independent of the divine will. This means that once the soul has come to fully possess the divine will, she not only does what God wants, but will love to love as he loves, think as he thinks, want what he wants, and desire what he desires. And by this means, the soul gives Jesus another humanity in which he can live on earth with the same freedom he lived and suffered in his own humanity while on earth. Unquote. Jesus came to bring peace to our world. And this is the means to use us as instruments of peace. This, my brothers and sisters, is the supernatural solution. Your faith anew. I'm moving you through this quickly, but want to get to the writings contained in the Book of Heaven. Almost every day, Louisa made an entry into the book, and what I intend and pray, this is Jesus' intending, to read aloud some of these daily entries and comment as the Spirit guides me. Should you wish to stay with me in this effort to implement the supernatural solution, we will learn together how the gift of living in the divine will will bring to fulfillment the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Christians have been praying this prayer for a couple millennia, and it's about to be fulfilled. Here is an entry from today, June 21st, 1923. In it, Louisa writes a question to herself, which Jesus hears and responds to. The word volition is used. Volition means will. I didn't select this day or reading in advance, but you will hear how appropriate it is for us today. June 21, 1923, Volume 15. Difference between the soul who finds herself in the divine will because the divine will envelops her and is everywhere by its own nature, and one who prays and acts in the divine will, having the knowledge of what she does within herself. I was doing my usual adoration to my crucified good, and I was saying to him, I enter into your will, or rather, give me your hand and place me in the immensity of your will yourself, that I may do nothing which is not the effect of your most holy will. Now, while I was saying this, I thought to myself, how is this? The divine will is everywhere. I'm already in it. And yet I say, enter into your will? But while I was thinking of this, my sweet Jesus, moving in my interior, told me, quote, My daughter, yet there is a great difference between one who prays and acts because my will envelops her, being everywhere by its own nature, and one who, of her own will, having the knowledge of what she does within herself, enters into the divine sphere of my will to operate and pray. Do you know what happens? It happens as when the sun fills the earth with its light. Though the light and the heat are not the same at all points, at some points there is shade, at other points there is direct light and the heat is more intense. Now, who enjoys more light? Who feels more heat? One who is in the shade or one who is at those points where the light is not covered by shade? However, one cannot say that where there is shade there is no light. Although where there is no shade the light is more vivid, the heat is more intense, even more, the rays of the sun seem to invest and absorb the creature. And if the sun had reason, and one creature exposed herself of her own will to its burning rays, and in the name of all said to it, Thank you, O sun, for your light and for all the goods you produce by filling the earth. For all, 
I want to give you the return of the good you do. What glory, honor, and satisfaction would the son not receive? Now it is true that my will is everywhere. But the shade of the human will does not allow the soul to feel the vividness of the light, the heat, and all the good it contains. On the other hand, by wanting to enter into my will, the soul lays down her own and removes the shade of her volition, and my will makes its vivid light shine. It invests her. It transforms her into light itself. And the soul, plunged into my eternal volition, says to me, Thank you, O holy supreme volition, for your light and for all the goods you produce by filling heaven and earth with your eternal will. For all, I want to give you the return of the good you do. And I feel such honor, glory, and satisfaction that no other equals it. My daughter, how many evils the shade of one's own will does. It cools down the soul. It produces sloth, sleep, sluggishness, the opposite for one who lives in my will. Unquote. Then, after this, I found myself outside of myself, and I saw as if contagious diseases were to come, and many people were carried to leper hospitals a general fright was reigning, and many other maladies of new kinds. But I hope that Jesus may want to placate himself by the merits of his most precious blood. That's all for now. I hope you come back and listen again. May God bless you.